Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Robcast. This is episode 290, and it's called You and Your Antenna. Uh, because you have an antenna, and I don't know if anybody has told you that, but this one truth about how we each have an antenna has helped me so much. I've had to constantly, lately, remind myself of this uh, because these are some strange days and I'm including last night's presidential debate in that although I don't even know is debate even the word for that uh, verbal fisticuffs uh, ideological food fight whatever that was I'm including that in constantly needing to remind myself uh, of this one simple truth involving me and my antenna and you and your antenna. And, and honestly, I think it was Kristen who first used this word antenna. I mean, generally, you know what I'm saying. The, the idea is she's a fountain of these insights. But it helped me so much when she first used that word antenna, and I kept thinking, man, if I need this, there's got to be all kinds of people who need this truth, the, uh, this insight, this reminder. So... This episode is built around one very simple idea, and we'll explore it in all sorts of ways. Before we do that, uh, my new book, Everything is Spiritual, has been out a couple of weeks. I've been doing these support your local bookstore, Everything is Spiritual online events. Oh my goodness, so interesting. So I invited these people I love and admire to read the book, and then we talk about it. And uh, you can go, uh, most of them are recorded on YouTube. So Scott Avitt, and Vanessa Cornell, and then um, a couple nights ago was Hi Ann, also known as Sister Ocean. Um, Hi Ann is a Buddhist monastic, like a nun from Canada. But she and I did a conversation sponsored by Joseph Beth Bookstore in Ohio. By the way, I get to interact with all of these local bookstore people doing these events, and they're so inspiring because they love books like I do. But Michael, shout out to Michael at Joseph Beth in Cincinnati, Ohio, um, runs this fantastic bookstore. But he did this, like, I don't know, s speech or statement of intent about why he loves books and how he knew he was a book person and he was here to help connect us with good books. So uh, shout out to Michael and all of the wonderful people who work in books. Um, this has just been an amazing experience talking to all these people. And I'm doing a, a number more of these events where um, I ask friends and people I love and admire to read the book. So next week, Brazos in Houston is hosting uh, me talking about the book with Christian Washington. I'm telling you, I so want you to meet Christian Washington. This man, uh, amazing, amazing spiritual leader, uh, guru, inspiring, cultural figure. <laughs> he literally has been texting me what he wants to talk about with the book, and I'm like, oh my word, this is going to be amazing. And then, uh, like my friend Kent Dobson, who is in the book, he and I are doing an event sponsored by Schuler Books in Grand Lapides, Michigan, and uh, I'm doing an event with a Seattle bookstore October 7th, where I'm doing a talk and then questions, so whatever you want to talk about. We'll talk about, and then uh, Warwick's in La Jolla, Dean Nelson and I are going to talk about the book, 
and then uh, all of our British friends. Although anybody around the world can listen to any of these. Um, Joshua Luke Smith, the British rapper, and I are doing an event with a bookstore in Bristol on the 14th of October. So all that stuff, all the links and everything is at my site. Um, but it's so much fun interacting with you all about this book. Oh, and then uh, Elizabeth Gilbert. You know Elizabeth Gilbert. Um, when she and I get together, it's good times, to say the least. And we're doing an event on Halloween, a virtual all-day event where we're talking, the two of us, together. And um, you can get all that info at CelebrateYourLife.com. So, I know, all kinds of things happening during these, have I mentioned it, strange days. So, let's talk about your antenna. Because you have one. I have one. Everybody has an antenna. Once again, a terribly simple idea. And yet, I've been returning to this again and again and again. So, uh, let's say that a friend of yours... Uh, let's say they recently lost their job and you happen to run into them two hours after they just heard that they've lost their job. Do you know that feeling when you know something's happening? You know they've just been through something. You, it's like something in the air and you picked it up. It's both vague, you don't quite know, you just know something's off, you know they're going through something, you know they're carrying something around. Now, the language you might use would be, you picked up some, what would you say, feeling, sensation, vibe, we sometimes say something was in the air, or um, you're visiting somewhere, and you're in a part of town where you can feel the despair. And yet, what exactly would you point to other than you would simply say, yeah, that place, there is a despair there. But what do you mean by that? Or when you're interacting with somebody and you know they're lying, and yet if I were to ask you how you know that they're lying, it would be very hard to empirically, with evidence, tell us how you know these things or how you picked up these things, and yet we just know them. Many of you know when you're not safe, when you're physically vulnerable, you know. And yet if we were to ask you, how do you know, you would shift into language, perhaps more of image or metaphor. You wouldn't have hard and cold facts, and yet you would know in another way, because there are other ways of knowing than facts and data. So you have an antenna, and it picks up what's in the air, either in an interaction, in a geographic space, uh, perhaps you've gone to work somewhere and you've sat at your desk for a couple days and you're like, what is going on in this place? You just picked up. You picked up histories. You picked up conflicts. You picked up, uh, ever been in an interaction with somebody and you could not put your finger on what it was. Just something was like off. 
and and you're you're like overwhelmed with it, although you can't quite name what it is. And then later you find out the person's story. You find out uh, there are some that are incredibly powerful and yet very subtle. Like uh, let me think of one. Oh, bitterness. If somebody's bitter, oh here's another one. Jealousy. Jealousy and bitterness. They sit just below the surface. So they're hard to tangibly get your fingers around, to, to locate quickly, and yet they can completely dominate an interaction. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You have an antenna. You have an antenna, and you're constantly picking up all sorts of stimulus data, sensations. Now, uh, this antenna, it's a combination of lots of things. Um, I mean, sometimes your antenna is just your nervous system. It's just straight up physiology. Uh, maybe your, maybe your antenna is picking up just the atoms, the subatomic particles. They're all spinning in a particular way. Do you see how I'm like being really clear and I'm being really vague at the same time? Because that's how your experience has been, right? Right? Like uh, we would say there was electricity um, in the air in a place. Oh, yeah, you could feel it. Um, sometimes we talk about vibes and we laugh, but we all know exactly what you mean. You're like, yeah, the vibes were just weird there. And we all know what you mean, even though you have no proof, and yet we don't question it, because, yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's, uh, at some level, not just nervous system, it's threat assessment. It's that earliest part of your brain. It's that reptile brain that has thousands and thousands of years of human evolutionary development that just knows, whoa, we're not safe, threat assessment. Others would talk about psychic energies, have you ever been around somebody who's psychically invasive? Uh, I think I made that term up. I'm not sure. I'm sure somebody else has made up that term. Psychically invasive is somebody who, it's like they're crowding your inner space. You ever had that sense? Like uh, maybe sometimes somebody is asking you questions and it's not just curiosity or kindness or connection. It's like they're trying to get at you. Um, or somebody very subtly was controlling a situation that you were in and later you were like, what was going on there? Oh my word. And you replay it and you see all of these subtle ways that the person was, was hijacking things and controlling things. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so when we talk about your antenna, your antenna is like a combination of all of these different dimensions of your being, even spirit you're just picking up. You're picking up shadow. You're picking up darkness. Sometimes you're just picking up evil. Somebody somewhere has destructive intentions. They're out to harm everybody in their path, and you picked it up. And you don't know how you picked it up. It's hard to explain. And yet, it was real. Sometimes it's your antenna picking something up in the subtleties of an interaction with one person in close space. 
other times your antenna is picking up something in the larger moment in a particular place, in a particular culture, uh, the interconnectivity of all things, the interbeing in which we're all endlessly linked up, uh, the collective unconscious, unconscious, the, um, the thing that's just in the air. And I realize, I realize I'm bouncing back and forth between specifics and just more vague sensations, but I'm doing that on purpose because that's how your antenna works, right? Sometimes it's just really clear. So-and-so is filled with rage, and I was just interacting with them, and wow, are they angry. Other times, it's, I don't know what's going on. It's just a Tuesday, but the world seems to be, like, barely hanging on. Sometimes it literally has, like, a global or a cosmic feel like, are the planets doing something funny, right? Yeah, and sometimes the planets are. Now, some people have incredibly fine-tuned antennas that pick up tons and tons and tons of information. And other people are blunt instruments. They don't pick up much at all. Maybe you have a partner with an incredibly sensitive antenna. They can pick stuff up three blocks over, right? Or maybe not. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe you're often around people who aren't feeling a thing. They aren't picking up much of anything. They're like, what's for dinner? Who's playing in the game tonight? I probably should get my car washed, right? That's about... <laughs> where their level of receptivity, it's like a very, very weak radio station. And other people are just, uh, some people can go to a party and the people in the room and the histories of those people and the angst and the rivalries and the bitterness and the jealousy and the joys and sorrows and pains, they walk into a room and it's like they're being bombarded with stimulus. And you're like, that was a pretty good party. I think I'm going to go talk to Phil, right? But the person you're with is like, whoa. If you are uh, easily overwhelmed, if uh, you interact with people and you can viscerally feel their anxieties, their sadness. If the world feels heavier to you than it does to other people, if you can be with somebody and you are easily thrown off by their dramas, yeah, you, you, you may just have an incredibly powerful antenna. Yeah, yeah. Lots of people have very powerful antennas, and they have always picked up a world within this world. They have always picked up so much color and shape and data. And um, maybe you have an incredibly powerful antenna, and, and you were raised by people who didn't know what to do with you. Maybe you didn't know what to do with you. Are, are you with me on this? Yeah. I mean, there's the tired old categories of introverts and extroverts, and yet sometimes these categories, they exist for a reason. In some ways, they're very helpful. 
Uh, sometimes they're overused, but sometimes they're incredibly helpful. Uh, lots of extroverts are just flying through life, missing so much information because their antenna just isn't uh, picking up much. And lots of people who would traditionally be called introverts, whew, they are uh, picking up a whole world of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people were, uh, their antenna was tuned to spirit. They woke up very early. Yeah, be because your antenna can pick up movements of spirit, both broad and incredibly subtle, which is very different from religion. Um, some people are wide awake. Their antenna has been picking up spirit, the divine, the whole time. And they actually were in religious environments that didn't have much of antenna and didn't know what to do with people who are already tuned in. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You, you, you saw the playing field from way early on. And then the people who claim to be the ones who are in charge of determining the nature of the playing field, a.k.a. religion, didn't seem to have much of an antenna at all. Yeah, yeah, because these things are very, very different. Some people, man, they have been picking things up. They know some people don't need the news to know what's happening. Are you with me on this? They don't need to follow the news to know what the body that we are all a part of, because who we are and what we're doing here, we're all part of a body. Some people don't need to be reading up on the information in the news because they felt it and sensed it and heard it and knew it long before it became a headline. Yeah. So, some people, I mean, I have friends who, who, can, it's like their antenna, they can feel the world. And that's not like dramatic or exaggerated. They can just giant shifts, sadness, anxiety, joy. The, the, their antenna, uh, yeah. I know people who, who could, who post 9-11 had such profound senses of what was happening in the air everywhere. Um, lots of people who have very, very strong antennas talk about 9-11. They talk about the financial collapse in 2008. They can, they can talk about viscerally feeling global events um, in ways and can talk about shape, color, texture, detail. Um, yeah, I'm sure you have. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's friends. Now, here's why it's important to talk about this. The modern world that you and I are the children of tended to discount a, a wide range of non-empirical experiences, which is why me talking about the antenna sounds a little like, whoa, I don't know. Right, exactly, because the suspicion that was bred by the reductionist materialism of the past, let's call it three or 400 years, was unless you can show us the data, unless you can show us the evidence, it's so valued a particular way of knowing. And that particular way of knowing gave us hospitals and airports and iPhones. This particular scientific 
empirical evidence-based way of knowing things has been so beneficial for humanity that it's almost like a way of knowing that, that was so incredibly productive that it drowned out other ways of knowing and in many cases flatly dismissed those ways of knowing. So perhaps you are somebody with an incredibly powerful fine-tuned antenna, but you were raised in a world that was like, well, uh, what's the research on that? Show me the studies. Show me the data. And, and you're just like, you know what you know. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. There are lots of ways that we know things. Now, for thousands of years, thousands of years, generally the collective, the tribe, the group created space for these people. The people who could sense what was coming before it arrived. The, the people who could read the times almost before the events even happened. For thousands of years, the tribe made room for these people. Yeah, you didn't discount them. You didn't think they were crazy. You saw them as necessary for the survival and, more importantly, the thriving of the group. So the, that old lady at the hut at the end of the village who just knows what she knows, you come to her and you sit down and she tells you things about yourself. How does she know this? This wasn't considered crazy or this wasn't considered like someone who's just sort of lost the plot. This was like, yeah, yeah, some people have powerful antennas. They're picking up relational truths. They're picking up things in the earth. They're picking up things in the cosmos. They're able to read the moment in ways. I don't know how they do it. They just, this is just what they do. Yeah. So in many ways, we are living in a system that was so phenomenally successful based on a particular way of knowing that it almost elbowed out these other ways of knowing. Uh, by the way, um, this has huge implications for kids. You may have been a kid or you may have a kid who has an incredibly powerful antenna. And with that kid, sometimes the answer is not to tell the kid to just be tougher. Sometimes the kid is actually telling you, I need to be removed from this situation. I need to be protected from this situation. I need, maybe the kid is being overloaded because the kid has superpowers. <laughs> By the way, I think everybody has superpowers. That's what I call them, superpowers. It's the thing you know how to do. Uh, you know, at some point we should do a whole episode on superpowers because it's a ridiculous word to use and yet I really like it. But yeah, there's a thing you know how to do. There's a thing that you've always known how to do. There's the thing that when you're doing that, uh, there's a certain, there's a peace, there's a harmony, there's a flow to it. And generally, I haven't fully developed my theory of superpowers, but let's go with this. <laughs> generally, your superpower has an underbelly. It has a vulnerability. So if you're the person who just has lots and lots and lots of ideas, you're just a fantastically creative person, the underbelly will be that you never actually get anything done. Because the ideas are so fantastic in your head, but actually executing an idea requires you die to all that fantasy and you actually do something and let it be whatever it's going to be. That's what I mean. Or perhaps your superpower is you can bring order to any situation. 
you are this person. You, we drop you. We drop you into any situation, and you can bring order and clarity. And good God, we're so grateful for that. But that superpower has a difficult time with the inherent messy unpredictability of life. Yeah, you know, see what I'm saying? So superpowers always have an underbelly. But some kids, man, that kid, all their knobs are turned up. That kid, their radio station is picking up so much. And that kid needs space. Sometimes that kid needs quiet. Sometimes that kid, you send that kid to the cacophony of middle school, and then you're like, well, you know, life is tough. You just need to adjust. Just need to be tough. Just, you know, you take the nut. But, uh, but sometimes, no, it's actually the environment. It's, it's like if you had 21 people with megaphones shouting in your ears. Yeah, you, you would say, get me out of this situation. There's nothing that's shaping me in good ways about this. This is, situation is just killing me. Sometimes the situation is really just, it's like literally crushing a kid's spirit. Why? No, it's not because the kid is weak. It's not because the kid somehow can't hack it. It's because that kid has one super powerful antenna. Yeah. By the way, the artists, the innovators, the healers, the great educators generally have really powerful, powerful antennas. Oftentimes, even the, the, the entrepreneurs, they picked up something other people weren't picking up. Yeah, if your antenna is tuned to what's happening, to what's in the air, to what's really uh, flowing, the, the flip side is that a lot of situations will be completely insane. By the way, if you have at all an antenna that's turned on commercials on television, or you're in some building, some space, and they're playing a radio and there are commercials, commercials can literally make you insane, can psychically just be absolutely devastating. And the more you're aware of your antenna, the more lots of things, you just can't do them. It's not because you don't have a spine. It's not because you don't have resilience or endurance or all that. It's, it's because you're picking up what it actually is. And why would you ever, why would you ever let that in? No. Yeah. You got to protect yourself from that. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, I really, uh, I'm thinking specifically of those of you who have always picked up an extraordinary amount and didn't know what it was. And my hope is that this image of an antenna, uh, you went to a party and one conversation in, you were exhausted and you were like, get me out of this place. Yeah, it's because, <laughs> it's not because you're not social. <laughs> it's not because you're, you have some sort of uh, problem with human beings, it's because you were talking to that person and their sadness, their repression, their angst, their bitterness, their jealousy it was like a, it was like it was fire hosing you. It was like it was cloaking you. It was like it was wrapping yourself. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. 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 That's what that was. That's what that was. Um, this is also how you can love the world, how you can stand in solidarity with people. It's where compassion comes from. You picked up a number of things. Now, here's why I'm talking about this. This moment that we are in right now, this 2020, it's a year, but it's more like an experience. 
it's more like a strange phenomenon that we're all going through together. Are you with me on this? Oh, my word. It's like a person who just stumbled in drunk and was like, I'm a year, 2020. <laughs> yeah, this moment that we are in, there is so much in the air that even blunt instruments, even with people whose antenna barely picks up anything, are picking up a signal. That's what's happening now. So your friend, who's the friend who's like, let's get a sandwich and then watch the game. And I'm thinking about getting my car. That friend who just, just functions at the most, even that friend is like, yeah, this is some weird stuff. Are you with me on this? Yeah, yeah. It's because the, the communication, the signal, the thing in the air is so thick that pretty much everybody is feeling it. This is unprecedented. By the way, it has been so helpful for me to talk to people older than me and say, I just saw some friends who are a decade older than me, 15 years older than me, just uh, last week. And through our face masks, I said, have you ever been through anything like this? And they're like, no, absolutely no, nothing has ever been like this. And a friend um, with them said, I lived through the 60s, and that was almost nothing compared to this. Yeah, this is unprecedented, what is happening. Yeah, you, you may be like, what is going on here? Here's what's going on here. You have an antenna, and the signal is so strong that you're actually experiencing you're picking up signals that you, up until this moment, it's just there hasn't been enough. But now there is. Now there is. I mean, let's just take the president, the first, oh dear God, they're going to be more than one. <laughs> the number of people today that I have interacted with who are processing what we witnessed in that presidential debate I mean, at some level, there were elements of that debate coming from the president that were full-scale assaults. Uh, oh, good God, I'm going to sound like some talk radio nut job, right? <laughs> uh, there were full-scale assaults on the most basic foundations of what it means to be a democracy with a constitution. Uh, I mean, that, that, that thing that the president was doing was rattling. That was like Jenga with like some of the most basic how a society is organized. Uh, just pulling blocks out and like, is it going to tumble now? Is it going to tumble now? Yeah, yeah, you can see, yeah. They, I mean, obviously this president say we will be processing for years when it's over. But, uh, that's in the air. Things that have never been in the air, just about the basics of how a country and how the world is even arranged, have been in the air. Um, even the most basic question, who's in charge? The, uh, the complete incompetence in many cases with the pandemic and the sense that always, there were some adults in the room somewhere who were like looking out for our best interests, right? Our health, our well-being, our future, the sense of absence of even that 
at some levels, the highest levels of government. Yeah, that's new. If your signal isn't picking up that unease, that disequilibrium, um, because it's really, really strong, really strong, that signal that's in the air. And I'm purposely talking about this a bit like your favorite... I'm trying to think what I would say. Uh, 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 your friend, you know, your friend who you're like, I love them, but they've got some woo-woo tendencies. I'm purposely talking like that just because to get you to, I'm to get you to the truth of this moment. It is unprecedented. Now, uh, question number one: uh, What's wrong with me? Right, that's the question. What's wrong with me? Like those of you who. Uh, are uh, let's what should we how, how should we say it? Those of you who are not experiencing peak creative powers, what's wrong with me? Nothing, nothing. Uh, those of you who have weird like just out of sorts, um, your even your taste buds are like I've been eating the same lentils for a week because nothing I can't figure out. You're like getting ready to make a meal and you're like I have made this meal and just f like a flatness. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Nothing, nothing. Nothing, <laughs> nothing. Those of you who found yourself like tired in strange ways, disoriented, uh, with no mojo, just the like the zhuzh of life. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Nothing, nothing. Because here's the thing. An antenna requires an energy source to pick things up. So the ways, the subtle energies that are where life is often lived. And lots of people are oblivious to the subtle energies that move things. Um, like you went and heard a speaker, and the speaker was captivating. And when I ask you why were they captivating, oh man, it was, a, I just, I didn't think, it, that, it, like the time flew by. Yeah, yeah, that, that speaker that was a master of the subtle energies of communicating. Yeah, yeah. Or you, you uh, met up with somebody you've never met before and you had a profound soul connection. It was like meeting up with somebody for the first time, but it felt like you were old friends. You know that feeling? Yeah, subtle energies. All sorts of commonality, all sorts of solidarity, all sorts of shared experience. Yeah, yeah, the, the subtle energies, uh, they aren't blatant over the top. They're, they exist in other places in the being. Yeah, this thing... Uh, there is so much uh, distortion, noise, signal in the air, pain, despair, anxiety, tension. Um, your antenna is picking up, and that's, it's like draining the battery. It's like draining the battery. So um, every one of you who was going to write that great pandemic novel, and you're like, I can't get past page one. Yep. Yep. Yep, because your energies um, getting through this is going to take a ton of energy. And the endlessly beating yourself up over why you aren't able to do this or do that, um, or, or the word should. In our, in our home, we don't should on ourselves or each other. <laughs> There will be no shooting. Stop shooting yourself. Um, every instance of the word should, like I should be more productive, I should be handling this better, I should be. Here's, here's my question for you about the word should. Compared to what? 
Because should implies there's a standard. Should implies there's regular conduct. Compared to what? The other pandemics you've been through? <laughs> Are you with me on the absurdity of shooting on yourself? Um, you know, I, sh this should, I should just be able to... W w w really? Because the other global pandemics combined with heat wave, combined with forest fires, combined with massive social upheaval, combined with full-scale assaults on the most basic tenets of our democratic constitutional life together because of those other experiences you went through, right? Here's why the moment the word unprecedented is so important. We haven't been here before. And I know everything I'm saying is a thousand percent obvious, but sometimes it just helps to say it. We haven't been through this together. In my house, just the five of us in this particular square footage with everybody at home trying to do their work and eat and talk on the phone and uh, like the amount of uh, uh, getting on e in each other's space, hearing each other talking through the wall at the exact moment when a little silence would be nice. Uh, you're right. Just, just figuring out how to be in this space in a way that we weren't, haven't been through before. Just that if you and your house are just trying to figure out where that desk that you just bought goes, because now so-and-so is working from home and so-and-so can overhear them and that's annoying, so they're now just that stuff alone. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're figuring it out. We're all figuring it out. Yeah. Two things uh, that can be incredibly helpful. I used to... Uh, I'm trying to think how to say this. I used to interact with people, and I would pick up their stuff. And then later that day or the next few days, I would be supernaturally exhausted and it took me a while to realize what was happening as I was interacting with people and I was taking on their stuff. And so I uh, went to people who know all sorts of things about these things. This was years ago and began to realize, oh, you can be open in a way when you're interacting or a situation. And then, uh, I mean, some people are just destructive and unhealthy and will just like psychically invasive, they will just implant, I mean, they'll just take anything they can get. They'll just, uh, how do you even say it? They'll maneuver their way in. Um, but I began to understand how, uh, some people call it psychically zipping up. Picture yourself like with a, like a body suit <laughs> that's got like a zipper up the front. Sometimes when you're going into an interaction, and you have had previous interactions like this one, you got to psychically zip up. You got to zip up in the So you're present, you're kind, you're engaging, but you also just have a, like, a, like a thin layer around you that uh, is protective. So I will literally sometimes in certain environments, I will picture myself zipping up. And once again, you can picture up, your, uh, develop your own way of thinking about this, your own mantras, your own rituals. Um, but this moment that we are in, if you're open to everything and everybody and just letting everything in, 
this moment may just be too much. You, you, you might end up cooked, just flat on your back, exhausted. So picture yourself. Picture yourself like uh, zipping up. Yeah, yeah, certain days. I was just talking um, to, to my friend Jill in London, and she was, she was talking about, like, not checking the news. There's some days you can't. Some weeks or months. Uh, I know a number of people who, uh, like I was talking about, some people don't need the news to know what's happening. <laughs> it's your, your antenna is picking up plenty all that would happen if you were to see the details of the news is you would just get actual language and the rundown of actual events and things people said and did that would just give you more detail about the truth that you already know. Does that make sense? Because that's really, really, really important. So if you got to, like, unplug that thing, if you got to, like, shut down spaces of the internet, right? Places that you would normally go on the internet. Like, nope, I don't need that. Yeah, completely normal and may actually be necessary right now. May, may be necessary for you. Completely, completely normal. Which, which leads me to wide open spaces. When the antenna is being bombarded by this much signal, upheaval, anger, uncertainty, tension, anxiety, despair, uh, disequilibrium, disorientation, then sometimes you, you need some wide open, you need to counter that with wide open spaces. Wide open spaces might be actual wide open spaces if you can find one, like physical geographic spaces where the signal isn't as strong. Or you just got to create them. You literally create some space where you are. Space in time, space in like space, actual physical space. Uh, yeah, you go for a drive and there's nowhere that you need to go and you don't listen to music, you just take a little drive, totally normal. You've walked the dog seven times today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y your, your dog might be the most fit dog in the neighborhood by the end of this thing, because you had to just keep taking that dog. There are literally been moments when I just walked out the front door. No idea where I was going. Put on my mask, went out the front door, just for a change of space with no stimulus, no earbuds, no Zoom, no news, no interweb. Yeah. 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 You might just have to walk out the front door. Totally normal. Once again, this entire episode, so straightforward, so simple, so obvious. And yet, if you're like me, this moment is complex enough. I don't need more complexity. I need the most basics repeated in the most elemental language <laughs> over and over and over again. What's wrong with me? Nothing. Actually, 
a lot of what we're feeling means the antenna is actually working. Yeah, it's where the ideas come from. It's where the inspiration comes from. It's where the antenna also picks up all sorts of good. Just also right now is picking up a whole litany of other things. So what's wrong with you? Uh, nothing. You're a totally normal human being going through an unprecedented moment in history that we will be unpacking, interpreting, and recovering from for a long, long time. So you, the people you love, maybe you got some little peoples there, some kids, some people you made. Yeah. Yeah. The antennas. And by the way, try this, this antenna thing. Talk to each other about your antennas. I'm telling you, it, it helps. It's a ridiculous image, and yet, in my experience, in our experience here, an incredibly helpful way to understand what you're thinking, sensing, feeling. Yeah, yeah. We'll get through this. We're learning all sorts of things. We're not going back. We're going into some new world. We're all going into it together. Yeah. Yeah. You and your antenna. It is uh, my sincere hope that this image helps. Uh, that you are reminded again that you're not alone. And... Uh, so you, all my Robcast friends, grace and peace to all of you now more than ever.